Hello and welcome to my No Filter podcast, hosted by me, Amy. Today I welcome another long-time friend of mine, going back over 20 years. She was honoured to be born the day after me. We did lose touch for a few years, but we managed to rekindle our love a few years back and it's like we were never apart. So, welcome, Rebecca, aka Becky, aka Sweeney. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, darling. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for my cup of tea. You're very welcome. And you're boring on water, but that's allowed. <laughs> I like the other podcast. It makes me feel like I'm on the high-low or something. What's the high-low? Have you not, oh, do you not listen to it? It's a podcast no. with um, Dolly Alderton and Pandora Sykes. Oh, okay. It's that covers high and low-brow low brow culture. But, oh, it's brilliant. You should you should listen to it. And I've not heard that. Do you know what? What Since I've started doing this, I've realised how fussy I am with actually listening to people podcasts yeah like if your intro music's too long i get really annoyed and can't listen i just turn it off like your podcast might sound amazing but when i'm all i can hear is your intro music i'm like i didn't come here to listen to a song yeah do you know what i mean and i'm like oh then sometimes i was listening to one and it looked really interesting and she was like talking about her daughter going back to school during covid and then she started saying so why is drinking water important and I just thought, what's the connection? What's that got to do with anything? So that just lost me completely. But See, yeah, I, I love the high low, and I like recommend it to everyone. But I think it's quite an acquired taste mm. because it's the two women that that run it are very like how should I? They're, they're like middle class millennials. I know you hate that word, but they I are like the word. very like middle class millennial white privileged. Um, right. But they they acknowledge that from the offset. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they actually use the platform because they're both authors and both journalists. Mm. Um, and they actually they acknowledge that and they try and use the platform to promote like literature and stuff around like Black Lives Matter. Oh, okay. And, uh, like feminism and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So even though you're all about that as it, well. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's very <laughs> So even though they are like very like privileged i like the fact that they acknowledge it from the start and yeah. they don't try and be like anything that they're not no like yeah that's fine well mine's just mine isn't it so mine's not me being anyone different what's your favorite podcast oh i'm completely different to what i do it's all crime is it serial killers standard like holly jackson that's what well she has, that's what she has in her bio doesn't she like she spends her time listening to like oh true, true crime podcasts. Yeah, yeah. see my favorite one is uh morbid <laughs> That's a, that's a nice title. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the two girls, um, American. I I think the well, they're related some way. I think they're auntie and niece, but they are more like sisters. Something yeah. along them lines, anyway. But yeah, but the funny thing is, I always walk listening to it in the moss right near my house, and I always think, imagine if I get murdered whilst listening to Morbid the podcast. Yeah. That, that like make, as a PR person, that would make quite a good news story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't it? I yeah. think it would make a news story for everything. Yeah. So I do always think that. But touch wood, I don't get murdered. Touch wood, you'll be alright. <laughs> I would try to fight them off, but you know. Who did you listen to Shag Married Annoyed? No, you told me about that, and again, their intro annoyed me. What? I think did you I watch, lit- like recent ones. Or did no, you I ones always or? start from, from the, the very beginning. beginning. Have you not seen it in the very beginning ones? You like makes like a fake sponsor like one of them's like water and oh, like stuff have you not seen it have you not listened to I it i think i listened oh, to the great. trailer and it annoyed me honestly too much. stick with it it's so funny so, okay so funny. i might give it a go yeah i have very little patience with these things do you know who chris ramsey is did you watch strictly last year um and i recognize his name if you google him you'll know who he is yeah um, but he's dead funny i'm trying to picture him now but is he ginger yes glasses 
No. No, it's not got glasses. No. I don't think, anywhere. Maybe I'm mixing two people together. Maybe. Probably. But honestly, just, just give it a try. It's great. Okay, I will do. But anywho, like I said... We have been friends. Well, you've just worked out what twenty five, twenty four years, longest time. That makes me feel so. I know. Like I just said before, we're nearly thirty, but you said we're not, but we kind of are. I mean, we're closer to thirty than we are to twenty, but we're still closer to twenty five than we are to thirty. (laughs) So I'm hanging on to that for a little while. I said the other day that I was twenty eight, and I fully, fully believed I was. See, I say that I'm twenty six because our twenty seventh birthday was locked down, and in my head, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. So I say that I'm twenty six and believe it now. It doesn't count because it just ruined everything. Do you know what I always have in my mind? Like what? Because I always feel like my life is quite jinxed. I always what? think, because it is jinx, literally it's so jinxed. If I'll be like, oh, I'm going on holiday to something next year, it will not happen for some reason. Yeah. That's just my life. And I was, I said to my sister, I said, no matter what, I am going on that day search. I said, I don't care if nobody else turns up, if it's just me this and you. Birthday, for yeah, for our birthday. I said, if it's just me and you, as in me and Rachel, we're going. I said, what What could happen? A global pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. So I physically couldn't actually go. Like, usually something happens that would prevent it or everybody bails and more like, shit. But I thought, even if everybody bails, I don't care, I'm going. Yeah. But we did say that, didn't we? we and like... it just... But no, the fucking world gets put in lockdown instead. I know. I like, you, it, li- you couldn't write it. But then I don't get that saying. I was thinking this the other day because I don't get that saying because you could write it. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, but if I you were writing a, a book... A lot of the time, like, a stuff... Like, for fiction stuff, mm. a lot of the time it's so out of the realm of possibility. Like, take Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The Hunger Games, all that kind of jazz. It's so out of the realm of possibility that when something like a global pandemic happens that you wouldn't okay. expect to happen in a million years, you couldn't write it. I think that's why the same thing Right, okay. From. But I, I get what you mean. But yeah, you, exactly. You can write it, but These are the things I that go through it. my head, you know, on like a regular basis. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> random. I was literally thinking it when I was... I'm not even... Today, at some point, I was thinking, but you could write it because people think like this. They do. They do write it. You could write a book on serial killers. Mmm... I wouldn't be very good because I do, I listen about them, but I don't take it in. I really don't soak in. I mean, I've probably watched, yeah, I have probably watched so much and listened to so many things about like Ted Bundy and stuff and I still don't really take it in. Yeah, like you can answer loads of questions no, right now. No, no. See, I'm quite good at stuff like that. I do take yeah. stuff in quite a lot. So I think because a lot of the stuff. time if I'm watching it, if I'm not really into it, I just like, daydreaming at it. Are you it. always doing something else? I try not to. Oh, okay. But like even like when I'm walking the dog and I'm listening to these podcasts, I'm not really taking it in. It's just like in the background. Yeah. That's why I don't do audiobooks, even though obviously no, I'm such a big reader. Yeah. I don't do audiobooks because I certainly like I've got I know some people that listen to audiobooks when they're running, but when I'm running I'm oh. just concentrating on like not dying. Yeah. That I wouldn't pay any attention whatsoever to the book. I yeah, well I can't even listen to music when I'm running, can I? No, I like listening to music. I like to when I do when we do like a ten k race or something. I like to try and plan it so that Beyonce's "Who Run the World" girls is really like right at the end of my race. Yeah, how strange! <laughs> I just find music really annoying when I'm running, know, even like when it. people have it, you know, on loud and you're running yeah. past them. Oh, it infuriates. Do you like me. music when we go spinning? Because yeah, like when you spin, they tell you yeah. to do it to the beat, don't they? Yeah, and, and even when I'm running like on the treadmill. 
and I don't I don't mind that sort of music. I yeah. think it's when it's right in my ears. I'm just like can't handle it. Yeah, maybe. So shall we start from the very beginning? When we were little, I well, we don't remember playgroup. <laughs> I mean, there's pictures of us with Santa and stuff like that. There but <laughs> yeah, well, I was pictures. thinking that there's like pictures. My mum's got pictures of like our first Holy Communion and stuff oh, like that, which I think is really cute. That is cute. There's so many pictures uh, we, that I've got of like alphabet zoo and everything. <gasps> Yeah, remember that massive slide? Yeah, like, the horrible the, the big one. Slide. The big that big blue one yeah, that gave yeah, you frigging burns on the way down. <laughs> Don't think I think I did it once and was like, I'm never doing that again. I remember I used to hate it because obviously our birthdays are so close together. But whoever was the birthday girl used to get the queen chair. Do you oh, remember? And if yeah. it was your birthday, you would always be on the queen chair, oh, and I would always yeah. be next. You know, but my birthday tomorrow. That was, there's so many, I'll have to find one and put it on Instagram because there's so many little cute pictures of us. Yeah. I'd seen them not that long ago, but I feel like I would have taken, I feel like I did take pictures and send them, yeah? Yeah, you did send some to me recently. Yeah, yeah I sent them to my mom. There, right. was, there was one of us in Alphabet Zero. Yeah. I, think I showed it to Pat and I was like, can you like guess who's me and Amy and you were in, it was your birthday so you were in that big queen <laughs> but then uh, Pat like spotted me straight away and he was like you've got the exact same smile still now oh that's <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cute. cute that is cute we were what we about seven or eight in that case. yeah probably but we were proper best friends weren't we when we were in primary school yeah yeah and to be fair when I moved to high school I recognise your name straight away and <laughs> yeah. you like came right running up to oh me. my god and that remember, was the strangest thing I bet thing. you don't remember this what, so when like, I turned around to you in the, joined our school? What, like in high school? Yeah. No, well, yeah, you did. But what I was going to say, um, so just like a little bit of context, I left primary school. Oh, yeah, she absolutely broke my heart. Broke my heart. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I was, because we, li- we were best friends, weren't we? Yeah, but I remember, because obviously we, little Kerry was in that school as well. And me and Kerry were really close as well, but I don't know. I feel like we—I was closer to you, and then I th- yeah, I think it we was younger. such like obviously when you're younger, you don't understand why this person's just left. And I was—I was fully heartbroken. I mean, blame me, mum and dad for getting divorced. I know, <laughs> but, but yeah, also no. they could have told me. But that was another Did thing. Not tell you? I don't think so. I that was like my an... mum and your mum had a conversation. Po- probably, but. There was no, like, oh, this is her address. You can still go and see her. Do you know what I mean? Rah, how nasty were our parents actually thinking about it? Because there was no phone number. It was literally like my best friend had just been ripped out of my life and I had no address to go see them, no phone number to contact. And I literally was like, I'll never see her again. (laughs) I'm going to play this for my mum later. Yeah. (laughs) Beverly. God, Beverly. (laughs) Could have given. Could have at least had a pen pal out of like, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, well, I think that was year four. Well, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you weren't there when I broke my leg, and I broke my leg in year five. Yeah. So I think we. So we weren't in the same school for the last two years. Of, yeah. Uh, primary school, and then obviously we started high school. Yeah. And I came to your high school. But the, do you know what? Right, we were sat in English, me and little Kerry, and our English teacher said. Oh, there's a girl coming from a school. Her name's but I don't oh, know yes, why. I missed the first term. Yeah, seven, I? yeah, I think um, I don't. I just knew it was you, you know. And I don't. I don't feel like they said your name. I feel like they said maybe Rebecca, but I would have maybe I would have known your surname, but I don't feel like they said it. And I was. I said to little Kerry, I was like, "That's her." 
feel like it was destiny. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was so weird. But obviously, I didn't know if it was going to be you or not. But I was so sure it was going to be you. And then, yeah, when you when you did turn up in the end. Well, I remember. Like, you, as soon as I walked in, you were like, like, talked to me and were nice to me and stuff. And then I, I was sat, like, with you and Amy Bryan and, like, yeah. like that in year seven. We went to, like, the, the girls' toilets and you were out and you had this, like, silver flip phone thing with all these, like, pink stickers on. Yeah, I remember that phone. <laughs> and you said to me, you were like, what's your number? And I don't know if I had a mobile at the time, oh, but I feel like I gave, I definitely gave you my house number when <laughs> landlines were a thing. Yeah. I actually, I gave you my house number because then I remember going home to my mum and then my mum was, like, cooking dinner or something. And she said to, she answered the phone and she said, Amy Roberts is on the phone to you. And I was like, oh yeah, she's in my new form. And my mum was like, really? So, yeah. And then you rang me the very first day of of that I started in PTH. It was cute. I know. It was the... What a time. time. I mean, I don't... Obviously, you were the brainier one in school, (laughs) so you got all the higher... You were in the higher classes. Do you remember when um, our form teacher, Miss Mulligan, said that you were basically, like, corrupting me? Oh, my God. That was it, actually. (laughs) Do you know what? I don't. Laughing in mass. Oh, we always got split up, didn't we? All always. the time. And then, yeah, didn't she ring your mum and say it's all Amy's fault? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it wasn't even my fault, though. It was definitely a joint thing. We were both I'm sure pissing. It was, yeah. But why did I always get the blame? I never really got the blame in school. To be fair. No, you didn't, because you were the brainy one, and I wasn't. So they thought we'll just blame her instead. <laughs> Oh, school, school feels like a million years ago. But do you know, when, I, know. Like, I remember my mum used to say to us, like, especially when we were like in year 10 when we started properly going out on like Friday nights and stuff. Oh, no, yeah. um, my mum would, after school, sorry, my mum would always say, like, after work, watch <laughs> after work, <imagine. laughs> my mum would always say, um, like, school's the best days of your life, blah, blah, blah. And we would always be like, no, it's not, no, it's not. I look back now and I'm like, it really, really was the best time. See, I look, it, I absolutely you? hate it. I see kids walk into school now and I think, I am so glad I'm not you. Mm. See, I loved BCA. I hated it. I hated every second. I mean, I loved the people there. Yeah. But for an, an actual school, it wasn't for me. It it didn't. Do you know what it is? Like, I don't want to be tired. Um, but <laughs> Go for it. It was really really good for like top setters. Oh yeah, I know. And I was in like top sets for everything. I know. Um, and if you weren't, it was it wasn't as great. If you weren't, they just left you. Yeah, Do you remember when they left me to teach myself science for about six months? <laughs> you didn't have a set in science. Just yeah, I class. didn't. Yeah, they I just remember. sat me in a room because I got I got dropped down a set in math. So. But whatever I had already learned in science because of how it... I can't remember. I don't know what the word is of how it was, but the higher sets did different science to the lower sets. And then they swapped it, didn't they? So, for example, I dropped down in maths, which meant I'd already done biology, but then the lower set in science were just being taught biology. So when I had already been taught it, so they were like, oh, say physics. They were like, right, you sit in that room for six months and teach yourself physics. Are you being serious? I hated science anyway. <laughs> I hate science. It's my worst. And like, I think they dropped me to the literally the lowest set, and I think there was about five people in the class. And you just got like lollies and stuff instead. Do you remember when I had that argument and I stormed into your your class? What was it, English? Yeah, I think it was. And uh, the teacher was like, oh, do you want a cupcake and a cup of tea? I was like, yeah, of course I do. It's because you were in the SEND room, wasn't it? But I remember Lauren Sheldon and I, we were in the SEND room and we were like, oh, do you want a cup of tea? And she was like, 
were in like they basically called it like the A team. Yeah, that was it. The A team. The people that were going to get like A's and A stars. And Laurie and I had the same like tutor for that. I applied but didn't get in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, Laurie and I got in, Um, and we had like this meeting with one of the women that worked in that room. Yeah. And you just like stormed in at one point. And you were like, no one's teaching me anything, so I'm just going to sit here with you. And we were doing like completely different stuff for you, from you. Yeah. In like English and everything. Yeah. And you were like, it's fine, I'll just sit here. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was not a good school for me at all. I remember when I got shouted at because I couldn't spell decided. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of those schools that's like really good if you're super smart i mean i don't know why it's like now a lot of people rave about it but yeah it wasn't for me it's really good sharon um her grandson goes yeah yeah i know a few people's kids that go i'm still there now on us just as the enterprise advisor what so (laughs) i'm bth's enterprise advisor so it's like is this a new thing i've been doing it for like a year now i've definitely told you about this I don't know. But... So, so it's like a volunteer position that you do through Traffic Council. All right. Um, and basically, it's my job to help the careers advisor and the UCAS lady who deal with the sixth form to help them with their careers curriculum so that the young people, particularly years 12 and 13, but all of the years in general, um, to make sure that they're teaching people the kind of careers that they can go into. You know, right. Rather than it being really simple, like, you know, do history if you want to work in a yeah, museum, yeah. do geography if you want to be aware of the map, like yeah. that sort of thing. It's talking them through, like, different, like, businesses and what you can Well, that's what into. people, a lot of people have said that it should be happening in schools now, like, so I that's a good thing. I think it's part of, like, a wider traffic council initiative. Yeah. And then, like, last, last summer, a woman came into me on LinkedIn and said that she, she noticed that I work in PR that I'm quite active on my LinkedIn mm. and I went to BCH and like would I be interested in the position so mm. I just do like one meeting a month and then I assist them just like over email and stuff do you speak to like the students then or is it just um not really no but I will feed into into like things that they can do say in their English lesson or, oh, okay like, in their, for example like because I work in PR and marketing we never really learned that at school I didn't no. take business studies as a GCSE so I didn't really even know what PR was until my second year of uni. Mm. And now it's what I do for a living. No, exactly. And it's just about bringing those, certainly like those kind of careers, like marketing and that sort mm. of thing, Bring into like into more it. mainstream subjects like yeah. English so that people know what it is. Yeah, I definitely think that's good because even now I struggle to see what I want in my career. Yeah, but even now, even now, like I have an idea of what I want to do now, but I'm 27. I yeah. Didn't, I always knew that I wanted to write, but I didn't know exactly like what, direction i wanted that to go in mm. and like you can turn around and say i want to be an author but authors need proper jobs if you like until they well yeah write something substantial I, and make some money off of it i was quite good i used to write like uh, weather reports by myself <laughs> is it like karen from mean girls yeah <laughs> yeah chance that it's already raining. <laughs> that was me because you know when my mum worked in the libraries oh, yeah. i used to sit on the computer and write like little weather reports. yeah weather reports and stuff That's like the that cutest thing I've ever yeah heard. no i was cute <laughs> <laughs> so after school where did you go what did you do did you didn't go uni straight after did you yeah, yeah so i went to college um oh yeah i went to severian uh, and did oh my yeah and then I, when I was like, second year of college, I wanted to do journalism at UD. And again, because I, it, I was expected to get like A's in my A-levels, they said to me, don't do journalism, you need to go do English. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to do English. And then everyone was like, you need to go to a red brick, you need to apply for all these like unis where you, can, where you need to get A's to get in. So the, right. the, the better uni you apply for, the less chance you've got of doing journalism, basically, because it's just not a course that most of them offer. Mm-hmm. You need to do like English or history or 
one of the main yeah. student subjects, if you like. Um, so I went to University of Manchester, did like a term. So right. I started at the end of September and by Christmas I was like, no, I've, I've had enough. Yeah, done with that. Um, I just didn't like it. I'd stayed at home, yeah. which I definitely... I wouldn't say that I have loads of regrets in my life because every decision that I've made has made, helped to make me into the person that I oh, am now. Oh, God, yeah. However, if I was to have my time over again, I'd have gone away to Newcastle like yeah. I intended to and then right. did. Yeah. Um, Why did you not? I think a pressure from a lot of people, like my mum in particular, I love her so much, but she was kind of like, you'll be skin and you'll be unhappy and it's mm. far away from home. Bear in mind, it's Newcastle. It's like two and a half hours on the train. Yeah, it's not like I was moving bad. to like Sydney. And then I think it just wasn't the right time for me either. Obviously, you know that I've always worked really hard at school. Yeah. Um, I just wanted a bit of a break. I wanted to make some money, buy a car, go on nice holidays. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. So I left uni, took a couple of years out, which turned into three years. So it took two years out and then reapplied to go back to uni. Okay. And do history with journalism. And then oh. I went to Chester. So I was 22 by the time I went back to uni. So what did you do in the meantime when you left uni the first time? What did I do? Yeah. I just sort of worked. So I, um, when I was in doing my A-levels, I worked like part-time at, Mac- at McDonald's. Oh, okay. And then I got a manager's position there. And then I decided, I was like, right, I want to go back to uni now. And then I went back to uni and she sold her McDonald's while I was in my first year at uni. And then she left, I left. And then a few months later, in my second year of uni, she rang me back and was like, I work in this education business now and I'm looking for like a comms officer. Do you want to come and work for me? I was like, yes, please. Oh, so you did? So I went back and worked for Jackie for like 18 months. Was until, that... well, until I finished uni in third, until I finished uni and then I, I moved to PR agency after I graduated. Was that in a McDonald's that you worked with Jackie again? No, no, no. It was like an education business. Oh, she just okay. completely sold that and they did something. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So then, obviously, it's like a private college, right? Yeah. So obviously, do you still speak to her now? Or yeah, yeah. No, like, oh, haven't done recently. I've done since pre-lockdown, but yeah. Regular, keep in contact with her regularly. Yeah, we went for like that's Christmas good. shopping and Christmas dinner. Like cute. The traffic center last year, and yeah, keep in contact and stuff. She always reads all my blogs and stuff because um, she's a big reader and I'm a big reader. So obviously, you do your PR stuff now, and you also do your blog on the side. Yeah. What is your blog about? Um, so it's called Read, Run, Write. So mm-hmm. it basically does what it says on the tin. So it's primarily it's primarily reading, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I do read a lot. Last year I did I read 53 books in a year. Um, my goal was to do 52 books in 52 weeks. Oh, did, wow. So I did 53. My, um, my aim this year was one book a month. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's... A, I'm doing well. Most yeah, months I really do well. two. Smashing it. This is bearing in mind that last year, oh no, maybe the year before, I didn't read a book at all. So, and now I'm a bookworm. Yeah, I feel like you, I inspired you. I feel like you probably did. Yeah. A lot of people come up to me now, though, that have me on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff and say, oh, you really inspired me to like read more or start reading or whatever, which is really nice. It's such a nice compliment. Yeah, I think my problem was I didn't know what sort of books I liked. Yeah, you like thrillers, don't you? Yeah, I'm a big thriller girl. I do like thrillers, but I have to have them like interspersed with other stuff. So oh no, I read one of... after the other yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, quite a lot of non-fiction at the moment, which is really interesting. I get confused like... with non-fiction and fiction. Remind me. So non-fiction is like collections of essays and like stuff that's real and then... Oh, okay. Um, non-fiction. Uh, and then uh, fiction, fiction is made like made up. up. Yeah, right, stories. okay. I always get them two mixed up. So a lot of non-fiction that I read, like collections of essays and stuff on like feminism and racism. Yeah. Stuff like that, which is really interesting. Um, and then I, I read a lot of fiction as well. Mm. So obviously your blog is what is it? Read from right. So that's the so reading side of it. Which that's the reading side. Honest, is probably like seventy five percent of it. Yeah. Um. And then 
the running side was how we became friends again essentially yeah yeah because re- how long w- did we not speak for um that was another point actually kind of just said i never knew why rebecca broke my heart for the second time <laughs> I didn't break your heart for the second time. that's not what happened you did kind of drifted apart yeah no i think the thing was we had different friends didn't we yeah a few years though um when you're kind of becoming an adult mm. you're really like discovering who you are and you're like, yeah. using influence and stuff um and i think you're also kind of you're going to go through like peaks certainly like in a friendship that's like 20 odd years yeah you're going to go through like peaks and troughs so you talk oh a lot yeah and you don't talk a lot and then you do and yeah and stuff, like, yeah no i mean because the thing was that's what our mums literally live around the corner from each other yeah. and people would be like oh so do you see her all the time i'd be like no do you know what's funny though? i never, we never bump into each other we never bu- I've, yeah. I've bumped into your brother once i don't think i've ever in that entire time i know it's, it's really it's weird there's a lot of houses around there, there is a lot of houses yeah yeah so that was that was how we became friends because i got into like running and fitness and then i think you messaged me just saying i don't know what well, you I messaged got to me years day and i was like i'm determined to like get fitter and i booked a 10k like straight away and then right. i put it on i think like facebook or twitter or something yeah and then you messaged me and said oh, oh it I'm wouldn't have been twitter because i haven't got it <laughs> or instagram maybe yeah maybe um, and you messaged me and said oh i'm doing that one oh, did i like, 20 I have no idea. Maybe. Don't remember. But you said, um, oh, I'm doing that one as well. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I started doing my little runs and I was doing like, the first time I tried to run and I did like a minute. Of yeah, same, die. mate, same. <laughs> Don't worry. But then I was doing like three and four K and the most I've ever done was five K. And then you said, well, come out with me on this Wednesday. We're doing 10 K. I was like, no, I can't do 10 K. You're like, I'll stay with you. I'll stay with you. I was like, right, okay. And then, bless you, you would like run and then you would come back for me. <laughs> and I ended up doing nine, which was the most I'd ever done. And then we started running every Wednesday. Do you remember? Yeah, loved Rage, it. Karen and Josie would yeah. like, run regularly. And they just got best got you from there, didn't it? And then yeah, it I did. obviously moved up to Warrington and then you followed me. Again. Yeah, which thank God anyway, because... <laughs> because we have no other friends around. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no fucker wants to come visit us because they all think it's about four hours know, away. Everyone's too scared. Uh, it's literally it. like 40 minutes on the motorway. It's not, not even, even that. that. Like, 20, like, Sammy comes to see me quite a lot. And yeah. Obviously, she lives like Didsbury. Mm. She's like, I can bomb it in 25 minutes if I... Yeah, I've, I've got back to my house. I've done both ways in 30 minutes. To my really? mum's, yeah. To my mum's, I'm back home. In 30 I'm, minutes? No, no. Like, 30 minutes either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah either way, yeah. You live like a little bit further than me. Yeah, though, I do yeah. live a little bit further. But it's motorways. Yeah. And they're fine. Like, I mean, touch wood, I've never really been stuck in a traffic jam. No, no. I don't think that yours is kind of area that has traffic jams. No, not really. This can get quite bad if we yeah. want to be able to, because the M6 is that way. But yeah. other than that, it's fine. We're both here because otherwise we'd just be little hermits on our own. So lonely. <laughs> I think one of the reasons that I struggled at the start of lockdown was after they cancelled the gym, after yeah. they closed the gyms, because normally I would see you like four times a week. Yeah, I know. And we, when we had that immediate lockdown, you weren't allowed to see people. Yeah. I didn't see you for what, about two months? So yeah, something like that. The longest in, such, in so many years. Well, yeah, because we practically went gym, and if we weren't going gym, then we'd run together, but yeah, we weren't yeah, even exactly. allowed to do that. So exactly. what a palaver that was. It was stressful, wasn't it? I still can't believe that it's happening in March I thought it'll only be a couple of weeks we're now in September and people are talking about the Christmas markets not oh being yeah open, didn't even think about the sad. Christmas markets I, think, I go every year I go several times every year I love them do you I go to the Manchester ones I go to the Chester ones I'll try and get like oh. a cheeky weekend away somewhere and go to yeah them. I am a bit obsessed with Christmas though 
I was talking about Christmas the other day and he was like, it's September. I keep thinking it. Christmas, Christmas time. (laughs) Brian's like, shut up. Yeah, like I'll say something. I'll go, it's nearly Christmas. I've bought my first Christmas present. Have you? Yeah, girl. I haven't. I haven't bought any Christmas presents yet. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's Rachel's birthday first. I need to kind of sort her out, but... It's our anniversary first and sort that out. I thought you meant ours, and I was like, ah. Oh. Mine, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what our anniversary probably would September, be. Probably September, because all schools start in September. Yeah, probably. God, long, long time ago when we'd be like, yeah, 25 year anniversary, our year, our anniversary, wouldn't hey, Mom, it? we should do something special for it. Well, we tried to do something special for our bloody birthday. It got cancelled. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we should do something special. Hopefully next year we'll be able to do something good for our birthdays. Yeah. I have so many plans for next year as well. This year, I think, is the first year that I haven't been abroad. Well, that's ever. it. You're, I'm you're, to say. you're a holiday fanatic. Yeah, literally. Am, yeah. So, what did you have this year that you've not been able to go on because of COVID? Well, it's a mixture of holidays and festivals, really, because I'm a big fan of the two. Yeah. So, I used to go to Mexico in May, and we've had to push that back to next January, but I'm still not convinced it's going to happen. Um, then our neighbourhood festival probably in not in January well I know we're supposed to go on I think it's Blue Monday so it's something like the 20th 21st right. something like that so I'm not convinced that that will go ahead but when we cancelled that in May I thought oh January will be fine by then mm. we had a few weekends like in London like Pat, one of Pat's best friends lives in London so we get yeah. that a lot um, I'm good friends with his Pat's friend's wife she's lovely um, so we sort of go there quite a lot I think I had two of those planned in for the summer that didn't happen mm. neighbourhood festival in May which is obviously it said it was going to be moved to September and then it got cancelled from September just to next year yeah um, and then supposed to go to Spain well Mallorca the week oh, yeah. before last that got cancelled so we went Ugh. to Northumberland instead it was lovely but it wasn't the same <laughs> not the same <laughs> not the same and then mum and I are going to Edinburgh next week so that will be nice oh how are you getting there Train. oh nice you did have your writing weekend, wasn't oh, yeah. it? Um, that so you did? I did a writing retreat in Sheffield last last month, wasn't it? Past six weeks, yeah. Um, that was really good. What's that to do? It was weird. So it was basically a full a full weekend dedicated to writing. What it so what it says on the tin, really. Uh, but you go and you meet a lot of different writers, and you get like authors and tutors that assist you with trying to plan your novel mm. and then to write your novel. And they help you like with character development and plot development and making sure that you're like not getting distracted by unnecessary things like twitter and instagram and, uh, stuff like that. and just, just to as in help as you, in really. you don't you shouldn't mention it in the story or no as in so like if you like obviously i'm writing a book at the moment yeah to try and get that book finished oh okay so, don't get distracted especially if you've got a full-time job it's right. really hard yeah of course for me in particular i write all day pretty much at work mm-hmm. give or take so to go and write all day for my clients and then to come home and try and write for myself quite yeah but your mind's like yeah yeah because sometimes you can end up sat at a laptop for like the entire day give or take especially in lockdown and write two words (laughs) yeah write like 10 words um so it was it really enjoyed it and it was really helpful Mm. the only thing i'll say they're quite expensive this one wasn't this one was like relatively cheap right Um, but there's some that like there's a couple that i've wanted to do in the lake district where you just go to a big house basically with loads of writers like all your food and drink is involved um, is included and you go on like walks and you do like loads of different sessions and it's just a chance for you to really like get your head in your book um but something like 800 pounds for five oh days. my god yeah, i'm like that's uh, that's what paid to go to cuba wow <laughs> like, it is really yeah that's really um, really expensive i think they are helpful yeah and it is it is difficult when you i think most authors have to have a proper job if you like mm-hmm. until they get their big break or like they, they write a couple of books and then can afford to support themselves that way so it can be quite difficult but 
I'm enjoying it and hopefully it's what I'll be able to do in the future. Yeah, did you have like an idea of how to structure writing a book? Yes, already. I've got ideas. I think the, the best research that you can do for if you're trying to write a book though is just read loads. Really? You read a lot of books and read different types of books. Think about what you like to read. Yeah. And use that in your writing. So like for example, like my book is told from the perspective of two different female characters because I like books that are sold from that are told from multiple perspectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I like short chapters. That's what I'm reading at the minute. Like one minute it's the guy and then it's the girl that's like yeah, the chapter. Exactly. And I yeah, like I that like sort of thing. It. So mine's like one minute it's two two female protagonists I've got, but like one of them's twenty and the other one's forty. Right. So yeah. they're quite different in the way that they tell the story. But I like flipping between the two in mm. my chapters and I like short chapters. Oh, um, I love short I, chapters. I like binging. I think if you're going to binge yeah. anything, then like literature is the way to do it. So I like try and binge books. And the easiest way to do that is if they're like short chapters. So that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. I really don't like going to sleep without finishing a chapter. No, me neither. I've got that problem though. Where, you know, when you're reading it and you keep falling asleep and you try to open your eyes and your eyes are rolling to the back of your head. You know, they're one of my favourite, <laughs> like one of my favorite feeling in the whole world is when you like close a book and you're so sad to not be in that world anymore see i don't get that very often oh, you're not reading the right books then i mean yeah but no. all, all the books that you're reading to be fair are like about killers and people dying and stuff so you probably don't want to be in that world anyway <laughs> Are they? They're not really. I can't even... See, this is my issue. I mean, I know what I'm reading right now, but usually I don't. But if you ask me what I read last month, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was about. But I do get that where I'm like, right, bedtime now, get to read my book. And Ryan's like... Sometimes I even tell Ryan he can play FIFA whilst I read my book. See, sometimes part of like, I might go and play snooker and if I'm reading a book that I'm really into, I'm like, yeah, you go, go, go. Yeah, see you later. Don't come back for several hours after it's time. When I complain when you come home at three o'clock in the morning, don't worry today, it's fine. Just don't wake me up at three. Yeah, but sack off your snoring, yeah. I know, get in the back room if you ever snore. Exactly. So is that your plan of action to hopefully become an author? Yeah, I think so. So I definitely want to be like writing my own stories. I mean, I... As opposed to writing like press releases and blogs. Yeah. It's one of them. You know, when you're younger, you think... Oh, it's probably quite easy to be an author. But then you get older and you're like, there's literally hundreds, thousands, millions of books out there. Yet, I'll say to you, oh, I'm reading this. And you'll be like, oh, I know that one. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, is that because, I don't know. There's a lot at the, the market, because I'm a book blogger. Yeah. And I, I, like a lot of, I am very aware of a lot of the books that are coming out. Like, obviously, I get some publishing houses and authors come to me and offer like the books in exchange for a review and stuff like that. From so, um, what? From on me. your blog? Yeah, yeah. For an, a oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's well good. Uh, to be honest, I'm not at the point in my blog where they're the kind of books that I would necessarily go out and buy. Okay. Um, some of the books that I've read have been really good, but yeah. they're not mainstream enough. You know, they're not exactly right. going to be like Reese Witherspoon's book club yeah. or anything like that. Um, good place to start, though. Exactly. Yeah, really so, good. I've got to start somewhere and I've only been mm. blogging about it for like a year, so it's quite good. Mm. Um. But I think at the minute, there's so many people out there trying to like write books and stuff, but it's not as easy as it looks because it's such a big commitment. Like well, I'm yeah, like some 30... can take like three years to God, yeah, write, like, can't I they? I started mine in March, end of March, maybe like started planning it in March, probably started writing it in April. 
Uh, but I'm only I'm not not quite forty thousand words in, and that's not even half. Right. So it's a long, long time. I mean, you could probably bash it out in a few months if you did it for a living, like yeah. if you were you know writing like when it's finding nine five type thing. Um, but you have to be like inspired, and I think lockdown hasn't been very good for that. No, because um, I love writing in public places because like people watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like going even... to like cafes and stuff. Exactly. So American. So American. <laughs> even like, but even people watching is is not the same at the moment because I think people people watching. Yeah, because it's just like city centres aren't bustling. Oh the way that yeah. They no. are, and, like, See, I couldn't write a book because I just people watch instead, <laughs> so I'd be shit. So I do. It is what I want to do eventually, either that or script writing. Can you? Oh, script writing would be yeah. good. So I've, I've, I've not. Oh, you. I've not shown you my episode. No, but I know about it. People, but I've got. Um, so I've written. I planned. It's all upstairs and on post-it notes in the spare bedroom wall. Uh, oh I've yeah, planned. like is it like what what you do for a murderer finding a murderer? That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> yeah, you go and see it upstairs. So I'm I'm planning it as like how can I describe it? I'm gonna go with. British Desperate Housewives. That's what, okay. I'm, that's what I'm writing. I love Desperate um, Housewives. With like a thirilly twist. Oh. Well, I suppose Desperate Housewives did a thirilly twist. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. what it's going to be. Um, I've actually I've given it to my friend Helen at work, and she read it and said it reminded her of Mistresses. I don't know if you've ever seen. Mistresses. No, I've never my, seen. I it. haven't seen it, but my mum was a big fan of it for years. Oh. Ago. And I'm working with a guy at, and right. which is based in Manchester. I've got a Zoom call with him next Wednesday to go through the script because it's I've written episode one. I've planned episode two and I've written it's called, it's called a series treatment which is basically a series overview of where you plan it going I imagine it being eight episodes long it's a drama series I can very much imagine it on like ITV or whatever oh my god um, and I'm having a call with him next Wednesday he's gonna help me with like because I've never written a script before he's gonna mm. help me with like the structure and make sure that everything is is where it should be and then so have you literally done it like Brandon blah 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 yeah so you, what you'll have is you'll have the screen like description so it'll be like either INT or EXT, so it's an internal or an external scene. So if it's inside or outside. Um, oh, right. So it okay. might be like internal, you know, kitchen diner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And then AM or PM. Oh, okay. And then you'll just go, you might have like a description of Jeez. where it is, like they're in like a big posh kitchen. Or yeah. Sat at a kitchen island. Drinking a brew. Like, yeah, like one something. of them is, one of the scenes in the first episode is like a book club because it's about a lot of rich people living in a very, in a Cheshire village. It's very like the Hale, Alderley Edge-esque mm-hmm. kind of village. Um, and it's about a family that live in, in a village like that. Mm. Um, and it involves like sexism and racism and sexual misconduct and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Oh, this sounds really good. Um, well, to be fair, I've sent it to Emma, Hobo. Yeah. Um, my mum. And then Hells and Lauren at work. And they've all given me really good feedback, to be fair. Oh, I mean, they're my friends, so they probably will yeah, it's yeah. rubbish. But they've all given me like pretty positive feedback. Too. Yeah, but even if they came back and was like, oh, it's really good, but this could do with tweaking or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like Lauren but... was, um, she doesn't work with us anymore, but she was my director. Um, and I really trust her to yeah. with, with all my work. So I sent it to her first. Right. So she was the first person to ever read it. And she even came back and was like, how about this? How about that? I was a bit confused with this, and like they changed that. So it's really nice to have someone like Lauren in my corner, like yeah, a bit. So I can she can help me. With. My plan is eventually she doesn't know this yet, but when I eventually write a book, she's probably the first person I want to read it before I have to pay someone to read and edit. Yeah, I'd be crap because 
you'd be like, can you read this? I'll be like, yeah, I'll give it you back in six months. <laughs> See, my mum is, is the same, not in the, with the time thing, but my mum reads most of the stuff that I write and she does like, whoop, whoop, like my biggest fan. Yeah. But my mum would tell me that everything is great, even if oh. it was awful. Don't like, you say this, you could wear a frigging bin bag and you'd be like, oh, you, you look, look great, beautiful. Like, look how skinny you are. Like, my mum oh. would always go, oh, this is amazing, even if it's the worst thing that I've ever Yeah, written. literally, you could have shits made on your face. <laughs> Yeah, my mum oh, was like, nice makeup. That's really nice contour. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my mum is a little bit like that. But to be fair, she all? said she really liked it. Um, but I remember when I wrote my dissertation, I thought it was good at the time. To be fair, it was pretty good because I this. But <laughs> I um, read it now and I'm like, that is awful. And my really? mum like, has it fully on pride of Oh, pride she's of so cute. In, in our house. Yeah, she's, oh, adorable. She's I mean, she does have Kieran to compare me to. Well, yeah. That is uh, Sweeney's oh, yeah, brother. That, that's that is like the complete he's, opposite. Yeah, he's, he's, oh, he's such a nice guy, though. We, it was God, what was his? His 30th the other month? What, was yeah, it 30th? July it was, yeah. Yeah. And he was so sorry for the party and that got cancelled. Yeah, that was upsetting as per everything, really. I but think he'll probably whatever. celebrate properly next year. When Do you think? Does he even want a party? Well, he did at the time. Oh, did he? Um, but I think his plan originally was always to go away with the lads. Right. Like long weekend. Yeah. Probably somewhere, really. Tacky like Benadorm or something. Probably. Whoa, <laughs> I won't go Benadorm. Oh, <laughs> to be fair, I was speaking to my friend Hannah at work the other day and Hannah was like, can we all go to Benadorm? And I was like, mm, if you want, we'll go to Benadorm. But I don't feel I like a... Marbella. <laughs> oh, see, I've been Marbella and I'm not a fan. See, I've never been. No, it's... Oh, I don't think you'd like it, to be honest. I probably wouldn't. I'd it, rather go to Glastonbury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, like, I mean... Good on them, the girls that wear bikinis and heels, but it's just not for me. I'd rather just wear bikini and flip flops with no makeup. And yeah, like we were talking. I can't be bothered with that life. I went out on Saturday. Um, went to Lauren from work. Went to her house with um three like Han um and Emily, and we were talking about doing a girls' weekend. Mm. And um, is like a big Ibiza fan. Like she went to Ibiza last year. Yeah. Um, and she really enjoyed it. But like, she was talking about Ocean Beach, and she was she was trying to say like honestly. Despite the fact that you worry that I think I'll probably worry, do I look fat in this? I'll, like, I'd just, always feel like that. Yeah, exactly. Always. But M said that actually you don't really feel like she said it's just like clubbing, but you do it all day by pool. So do you think you'd go to Ibiza and do it, or would you rather go to like I don't know somewhere else? You go in Mexico, so somewhere different. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I think I'd probably go to Ibiza if like loads of girls were going and yeah. I was invited. But it would never be like my first choice as a girl. No. As a girl's holiday. I mean, we've done. We did a girls' holiday, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, that I did was. A few. They are fun. That was back when I thought I was slim as well. Hey? That was back when I thought I was fat, and yeah. I was actually like nine and a half. And I thought I was slim, but I was fat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you borrowed one of my tops, oh, God. and you swapped it with a guy in a club, yeah, I remember and you that had his too. top, and I was yeah. like, that's my brand new top, and I haven't worn it yet, where is it? And you're like, I don't know, I gave it to that guy, and I never saw it again. <laughs> my apologies, I didn't so, know um, that. I mean... Yeah, do you remember, it was... The fair, I think it was the barcode night. We met loads of people called Gary. Do you remember they all had t-shirts? They were from Essex. I and feel they all like had t-shirts on called Gary. I feel didn't with they, Gary. Didn't they die? Wasn't it that friend? I, I feel like it's like the that. friend that died. I think they or said something. that. Then I don't know if that was true. Oh, um, or okay. if they like said it. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Oh. I remember being very very drunk. Um, yeah, but we? then one of them was we did like a thing in the club in a club and someone was like swap t-shirts and then you swap t-shirts with some guy and yeah because I thought I was well my... slim but no I was just <laughs> and like and then never saw my top again oh. do you know what though like I was not loads thinner then but I was certainly quite a bit thinner then than I was now 
than you, I am you're now. You're fine, sorry. Becky. But I felt. I feel like I've, I think I've got body dysmorphia. I feel like everybody has body dysmorphia. Yeah, I think Instagram is to blame. Mm. But do you know what <laughs> the thing is? Someone put the other day. Do I compare myself to other people? But I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't really look at, like, proper fitness person and be like, I want... I mean, there's one person I do want to look like, and I, that is my PT. <laughs> but other than that, the rest I don't have that thing of, like, oh, I wish that was me. I don't, I don't See, have I don't, that. I don't necessarily think that when I, like, scroll. However, about a year ago, I did a total... Call it a de cleanse of mm. my Instagram a year and a half ago. I followed like every single Kardashian, every single, <laughs> single person that's ever been on Love Island ever, yeah, um, all good female, every like female Love Island contestant ever, um, everybody that's ever been on Made in Chelsea, everybody that's on Tower. Like, honestly, you'd be so you'd have been so embarrassed if you saw my <laughs> um, follower list. Um, so I followed all these people, and then actually now. There are a few people that I like to follow. So, mm-hmm. like, I still follow Molly May, for example, because I like her content. Yeah, and like her the, personality. Yeah, but like most of the people, I completely unfollow. So, I follow Kylie Jenner because I love the pictures, but I don't follow any other Kardashian yeah. same thing. Um, I follow one or two Love Island people. Like, I follow Molly May still, and I still follow Olivia from like Series Three because I think she's hilarious. Um, but generally, I don't follow any of those kind of people anymore, and my, I've changed it so all of the people that I follow are like book bloggers, authors. Yeah like script writers so when I scroll I feel like I'm scrolling for inspiration now Mm -hmm. rather than scrolling and like thinking bad about myself yeah no I get that I went through a stage of I followed a lot of fitness people but then it was just annoying me that everything on my feed was I mean I know I like fitness but geez I don't want it to be constantly there and then good on all the people getting pregnant but now all it is fitness people that are pregnant yeah and it's just all of them, like, I don't know. I'm not pregnant. I don't want yeah. to see it. Like, Yeah, like, what, what's her name? The one that's just had a baby with Ryan Thomas. Ryan Thomas? Yeah, you know. The guy oh, Lucy, her. whatever her she name. She's just had a baby, like, not that long Yeah, but I don't she. class her as, like, a fitness person. But she has, like, a big fitness She like, does now, like. but I don't know. For me, do you remember when I said to you, like, oh, shall we pay for that person? I don't know who it was. Oh, the Love Island person. Yeah, Alexander yeah, something. I think so. Yeah, and then we were like, but then for me, I don't know. I just feel like they've been so lucky to get themselves into the limelight, and now, yeah, they're doing brilliant on the fitness. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; I can't fault them on that. But would I rather give my money to somebody that is just a normal person yeah. that just loves fitness and has learned? about food and nutrition and fitness that's what yeah. i'd rather give my money to than just I think it, it comes down to trust as well like i wouldn't necessarily yeah. trust a celebrity because i think no exactly they just put well they have but sometimes they do but there has been scams out there oh, what was that Ellen. girl scarlet whatever Ma- her name Ma- yeah Ma- she she had a but scam like, didn't she when i was about 20 i bought a t-tox thing oh, right, that, yeah. I, that some made in Chelsea person was was like flogging on Instagram yeah um, and I bought it and I was so ill from it really 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 Ill. I remember like Sammy once coming round and I was like really poorly and we were supposed to be going out and she had to like drag me back to the bed she's like bloody hell you got really ill oh my um, God. and I think I've been allergic to something in yeah, it yeah possibly um, or something but it just made me really realise that a lot of 
celebrities, particularly like lesser known celebrities mm-hmm. that come from like reality shows and stuff like that, yeah. will flog anything mm-hmm. anything on, on Instagram. So you just have to be really careful. Yeah, because they well they're getting mi- the money from it, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, I agree. That's why I'd rather just go to someone just normal. Yeah. Who has done? They've worked hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I say about Alexandra, she's doing brilliant. But again, it's not. I need someone that's there telling me to right. You need to go to the gym today. Yeah. Or like my PT said to me the other day, um, because I had like some social event. She was like, "You kind of need to cut back on them because it's preventing you from going further in your mission for your body type thing." Yeah, fair enough. So. I was like, yeah, that I understand that. I mean, I was eating a healthier version than I would have got previously, but not it as is healthy as what you would have at home. Exactly, and when you go for a meal, you can't track it, and you know, no one wants to be with the person that's like, oh, gotta watch what I'm eating. Yeah, can I have a salad, but can I have the dressing on the side? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I get so, that. but that's what that's what you kind of have to do if that if it's yeah, you if you're determined of where you want to be. I'm one of them. Like I. I know that I can do anything that I put my mind to. Mm-hmm. And I think running in particular really proved that for me because I was so bad in the beginning. I, at the minute, I just, I'm not like, I don't know if it's like not being able to go abroad or yeah. whatever it is, but I'm just not really like in the zone. I've no. been a little bit better this week because I've gone back to the office yeah, um, yeah. for a few days, but I was really good in lockdown until i say March, April, May, and then by June it started to slide and I've been a bit rubbish. Since. Yeah, I mean, like, I was glad I had that boxing because I would have done shit if not. Yeah, yeah. That was, what, five days a week? That was brilliant for me. Yeah. But obviously that was in, like, office hours. But I was lucky enough that, that, I, could, that I could do it, so it wasn't too bad. But obviously you did your marif- half marathon. We both did the half marathon. Yeah. I was an idiot and booked for a full marathon. Thank God that got cancelled <laughs> twice. And now I asked for my refund because, hell no, am I doing that. I do want to do another half, though. I want to do yeah. one next year for the back I mean, I would attempt to do one. I mean, I struggle now. Not horrifically. I just don't enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah, well, that's fair. You go through, like, like anything, you go through, like, peaks and troughs. And yeah. Um, I need to go back to the running club, but I don't really do... I was thinking, I was going to say it's that. Bit, it's a bit weird and a bit awkward. Because if you're going with really small groups, there is, like, I don't think the social distance. You don't. Well, you probably <laughs> don't, but also, like, you don't necessarily know, like, who's going to be... At your level. At your pace. Especially like at the moment because like I was running just over 10 minute miles for the half. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't be able to do that now. And also I might be able to do that for 5k but then I wouldn't be able to do it to 10. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did 5k the other day and the first time I did it, I did it just under 31 minutes and then yesterday I did it just over 31 minutes. That's really <laughs> it's good. not too bad because yeah, yeah. I've lost my knee strap as well so my oh, knee was you? absolutely killing me. I'm going to go for a run tomorrow, I think. Yeah. I never used to run on my own, did I? No, never. And so now I've done it twice. Well, I've done it before, but I recently. On my own. Yeah. But I run better with a group because obviously Always. you've got people there to, to push you and to. I think if you're on your own, you tend to stop a lot quicker. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, because in your head, you're like, no one's watching. <laughs> And still, like, I don't stop. really have a problem with like stop starting though. As long yeah, as you're not doing it all the time, I am yeah. getting stop started. But like when we did the Old Liege 10k, that was my best 10k, and I did it in 62 minutes, I think. And I still stopped a few times. I, I did like 6k, I think, without stopping, but then yeah. I stopped started a little bit. Whereas you never stop start, do you? Not really. Um, but even when I've done 10k, and not stopped at all, I, I, I wasn't any quicker. Well, this is what me and Rachel say. Like, some days you feel like you got such a good pace on you, and then you look at your time and you're like, 
that's a sh- like not a very good time. And then there's days where we're like, oh, we'll just take it easy. And we do it in like bloody f- dead on 30 minutes. And you're like, I don't understand. When we did the half marathon, I did the first 15 or 16K without stopping. It was yeah, like I an remember. hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes or something like, something like that. Bloody good going, um, Yeah, but it was, I did about that much without stopping, which was by far the most that I've ever done without stopping. Yeah. But I wasn't any quick. I didn't even that short, dis- that long distance yeah. between like zero and 16K. I didn't do that any quicker than I would have done not No, stopping. no, exactly. I think, I, if anything, I was pacing myself so that I was the first 10k was slow so yeah. that I could get around the rest of it without yeah, it being yeah. like too much of a struggle. I stopped and started so much on that half marathon. I was in pure pain the entire time. Yeah. What was me- your time? Oh god, I have no idea. I enjoyed it, me though, and I never thought that I would come out of a half marathon and think I enjoyed that. Yeah, and I'm I not think I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Do you know what I didn't enjoy? The absolute mission at the end to get out of the bloody place. Yeah, I know that was stressful. That was about another half and an hour like, hey, walk. I have a pint. I was like, I don't want a pint. I was water. I know. I well, like, they had, I don't like it. They had no water at the end, and you had to walk for about half an hour. But they also only had lager. So it was Did like, they? Can I, yeah, can I, I feel like I got water. And water. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I know. I hate that. What time did the race start? Nine as well. So it was only like something o'clock. like that. Yeah, it was a good vibe though, wasn't it? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would definitely do it again. And it was good because we met up with the running group as well, didn't we? Yeah, that was nice. And I, one of the girls I ran with for like the majority of the way. Yeah, I didn't run with any of them. I think you were quite quicker than the bunch that we were with, though. Possibly. They were more like my pace than yours. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I'd do it again. I'd give it a whirl. What is your future plans, anyway? So, obviously, you live in lovely old Warrington. Warrington, yeah. And you what, have like, bought this? With life, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Five-year plan, wing go! It. <laughs> Winging it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, hopefully, I have a book published by that point, or a TV show in making. Either oh, my God, or, that'd be so good. <gasps> maybe I could be an actress. <gasps> Can you act? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's me dying. That's really good acting. You're hired. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, something like that. Definitely like my own stories out there in some form or another. Mm. Um, now probably going to stay in this house for another few years yet. Yeah. Get the conservatory done. Probably get the bathroom done. And then hopefully move back to Manchester. It's yeah. It's the ultimate plan. Do you know what though? I'm kind of becoming more like accustomed to where to kind of Warrington where mm-hmm. I think because I work here now yeah um it is very handy and I've made some really good friends at work but I still miss home do you yeah I want, I do want you to know back what traffic, especially when I have kids I yeah I mean I look at where me and your like your mum and my mum live and I rate there's more ruffians around there than there is where I am is surprisingly it's very secluded where you are where, my house now? Yeah, like there's not... Yeah, it's a bit. Like, but there's not loads of houses. There's quite a few, yeah, there's quite a few houses. there's quite a lot of greenery. Whereas oh, yeah, there, there isn't is any a lot. greenery in it. Oh, yeah, like, there is a lot of greenery. Really lot. Yeah, but no. It's the schools and stuff that make it yeah, so expensive. Yeah, yeah. Where, where we live now. I don't think I'll ever go back to Manchester. I, I just think the house prices are sure. ridiculous. I'd like us to come to Warrington. Or I'd definitely like where to... Where are you now? I'm St. St. Helens. I'd like to go to, like, Warrington. Yeah. I think I'd be happy with that. Yeah, like, just a like little bit close. So expensive. I just like being close to, like, the Met. Like, yeah. Like, how do people in Warrington get around without a Met? I just don't understand it. <sighs> well, same for where I am. Like, 
always makes me laugh because he always says you can get from Warrington to like Manchester or Liverpool quicker than you can get from one end of Warrington to the other. Yeah, I know. Because it's, it's crazy. Just, unless you drive, there's no way of getting there. Whereas I, one of the things I really, if I move out to Manchester, I want to like walking distance to a map. But the, there's like, so like, many now that you probably would. Yeah, there is so many. There's literally, there. they're everywhere. Yeah. That is one thing because with the Met, obviously it comes so frequent. When I first got the train to Manchester, I didn't realise I'd have to check the train time to yeah. come back. So, and I knew the station, but I had no idea because it doesn't say on the top of the train like, oh, Manchester. It'll say something else because it's, it's going to, through yeah. Manchester to wherever. So that threw me. And then I went to the train station and I said, I need a train to the stop that I go to in St. Helens. And they were like, oh, that's not due for another, like, 40 minutes. And I was like, oh. So I just had to sit there. This and that was like... <laughs> but that was, like, the longest 40 minutes of my life. You know when you're so used to, like, oh, your Met's going to come in yeah, 12, they come 12 every se- minutes. Every seven minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, it was 12. I think it's more now, isn't like it? Seven minutes. Yeah, something like that. So I do miss that. But, I mean, I don't use I don't use the Met that often. I didn't tell you what happened the other day. Oh my god! So we went into town, Manchester, for with Rachel, and we were due to come back early-ish. But you know what it's like. We were just nattering. It was this Spanish group, like exchange group that we were with. So we got the Met <laughs> at like half nine. No, it wasn't. It was a bit later. But in the morning or at night. At night, night. it was maybe about half ten-ish, and then it stops at Old Trafford. Or Trafford Bar. It stopped at Trafford Bar. Okay. And we were like... Well, like for good. Yeah. That ended at Trafford Bar. Yeah, no but man. there was no signs anywhere. And we were okay. like, well, what do you meant to do now? That's weird. Yeah, so then the Met, this Met driver comes off and we were like, what's happening? And he was like, that's it. It doesn't go any further. Because of COVID, it doesn't go any further. Well, to me, that doesn't make what, any... you can't get the Met into Manchester? Surely No, you, you couldn't get it back to Altrincham past half nine at night oh, right, it only right, got right. it only went back to Trafford Bar oh. so we had to get off at Trafford Bar and then we were like well what happens now but everybody gets off at Trafford Bar so everybody's getting taxes Trafford and then, Bar is nowhere near Brooklyn I know <laughs> and then there was a right knob little scavenger man oh he pissed me off he was like <laughs> he sounded so mank <laughs> <laughs> He was horrible. He came up and he was like, well, first he got off the Met with us, right? But he was like blaming me and Rachel for the Met not going any further. And we were like, we know as much as you. And he was there like, well, I don't understand why it's not going further. And we were like, we don't know. We we literally have just got off with you. He was like, well, what am I meant to do now? And we were like, well, walk or get a taxi. And then he was trying to scab a taxi. He tried getting in our taxi. But the thing was, <laughs> and then this, this group of women come up drunk and they were like oh we've ordered an uber so he was like and they were like we're going sail and he was going sail so he was like oh can i get in your uber so they were like yeah that's fine so i was thinking thank god because you're not getting with us and then there was this little old lady there and she was she was too scared to get in a taxi on her own so we were like well where are you going so she was going sail as well so we were like right well yeah we were like right well you get in with us then that's fine and then, even though they ordered their Uber well before us, our taxi turned up. So then this scavenger tried coming over to us and I was like, do not let him in the taxi. And then the, he was there like, oh, I just need the number for the taxi. I was like, it's on the door. 
<laughs> and then the, he was like to our taxi driver, like, oh, will you ring ring your, like, whatever they're called. Oh, what are they called? The taxi people. In the firm. Oh, right. In the call people. <laughs> the headset people. <laughs> yeah, the headset people. <laughs> will you call them? Is it just like an office? Yeah, like I the office. Like a dispatch centre, let's call okay. it. <laughs> I feel like there is a word that I'm Probably. And then he was our taxi driver was like, no, we can't do that. Here's my card. And I was like, drive. So he did. Quick. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, you you are not coming anywhere near me. Ugh. Don't do scavengers. The little old lady was cute, though. She was Yeah, good. I thought people Yeah, cute. she was fine. She had a little face mask on and everything, oh, making sure her. we weren't spreading germies. <laughs> cute. I mean, it's so weird, COVID, isn't it? Oh, it's a palaver. We'll be glad when it's over. I mean, I don't know how many shops I go in without my face mask on. Do you? All you the really time. spreading it. Well, you're not drunk on it, but... Well, exactly. I don't go anywhere to get it. So. <laughs> That's true. I'm not that sociable. Yeah, and you've always worked from home. Even exactly. COVID, so. so I don't go anywhere. It's just me and my dog. Me and your dog. And Ryan, of course. Oh, we always forget about him. <laughs> always. <laughs> so you touched on children before. Do you want them? Um, I change my mind all the time. All the time. With you. At the moment, I'm like, no, I'm no, no. not really that bothered. To be honest, but whether I would change more, I am only twenty-seven. Which yeah, I know he's not dead young, but it's not. I really think it was last year that you told me that you were thinking, and I was like, "No, yeah. you can't." Yeah, I've had conversations about it, but then we just change our mind all the time. Yeah, it's um, a massive thing. Oh yeah, so such a big thing. I think we're just—it's one of those where you kind of you all if you have a baby, you stop becoming the most important thing in your life. And I know that sounds really selfish, but I'm just not ready to make that change. Well, I feel I'm selfish because I'm thinking I'm not at my goal body that I want, but I'm a lot further than I used to be. And having a baby will put, yeah. I mean, I'd probably, I've not got like a springing back body. So I'll probably just be left with excess skin. And right now, I, I'm i selfish and I don't want that. I'm not, like, massively maternal, though. Never really have you're, been. You're more maternal I mean, yeah, than you're me. you're definitely not. Jeez. But, um, I never really have been. Um, and I just think that we need to change the discourse around childless women anyway. Oh, my God, I know. women are giving so much jip if they decide not to have children. And it's almost like an assumption that if you can't, ha- if you don't have kids, either you can't, it's because you can't have them, mm. or if you don't want them, you choose not to have them, then you're like super duper selfish. Or, or I think it is like changing that. now, though. I, th- I think so too, but I think it's probably slower than it should be. Yeah. I just think, I don't know if, if kids are for me. I think, um, I think... It's very hard as well. I I said to my dad the other day, like, was it hard raising us? Because, I mean, look at it now. They've all got phones and they're all like... I mean, we didn't have any of this. I'd much rather be how we were brought up. Yeah. You know, where you're playing outside, you've not where, got yeah, a friggin... playing Kirby, not like yeah. Instagram DMing. Yeah. yeah I, agree. I, I I just can't deal with it and I think... I'd be the one that's be like, no, you can't have that till you're six. But all of it, all the friends have got it, so I'm like the mean one. We didn't one. get phones until high school though. No, I know, and that was frigging pay as you go. Like the ones that you play snake on. Yeah, so Nokia thirty three ten. Well, I had a thirty two ten. Nice. Yeah, no, always had to be different, didn't <laughs> I? <laughs> but yeah, I'm kind of. I think it's a difficult age for it kids is. to grow up, especially like. Kiwi's kids are on Snapchat all the time. I know. 
I couldn't deal Quite, with I it. Work I don't like either. Snapchat. I don't have Snapchat. <laughs> I don't have Snapchat either. I, I, I did have it years ago, but I still I never used it. No, I. I got bored of it because, I mean, I don't understand why people have conversations over it because it just disappear anyway. How do you remember what you've said? It's like, it's like an Insta story, isn't it? Um, yeah, a little bit, but it used to, you used to write a comment and then you could read it, but if you were then to reply back and then you'd get another response, that first response would have gone. Right, got it. Unless you hold it to save it. But why don't you just use WhatsApp or text? Oh, yeah. Like, that's just... Showing our age now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Showing my yeah, that definitely my age. Yeah, it's it is a tough one when it comes to struggle. Nah, I will never know. Yeah, like, I you're, all... you're not a firm no. I'm not a firm no, but I'm not a yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I get confused. Like sometimes I. Think I mean, I've got my baby names. I have got baby names that I want. What your baby names? Not saying. Not saying anything. Nah, I've only got. Well, I forget them. I only ever remember my (laughs) girl. Not that important. If you forget them. No, exactly. I only ever remember the girl one. What's your girl one? I'm not telling you. Well, I'm not gonna steal it. Well, no, but somebody else might. (laughs) Have you made it up? No, no I'm, maybe. Sure, I'm sure there's going to be somebody else in the world who's got that name. That Unicorn Toe. Unicorn Toe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's such a tough one. Like, because I think as well, like, my mum and dad, I feel like they'd want, like, grandchildren. <laughs> We've met my mum. Yeah, I know. Your mum your mum would probably yes. want mine grandchildren yeah, my too. And but then I I look at like your relationship with your mum and I look at my relationship with Rachel yeah. and my mum and I'm like oh I'd love that yeah I look at my mum and think you're my best friend yeah exactly so, yeah it would be nice to have that to have that but then what if you had a boy I know I mean if you could but then again <laughs> but then again Kieran you and Kieran and your mum get on very so well close, yeah but that doesn't mean your child would get on with you as well. My mum always says, though, that... Um, and I think Keely always says the same, that having a boy is, like, really special. And, like, I remember saying to mum once, I'm like, hey, do you want to have girls? And mum's like, no, you don't. You want to have a boy. Hmm, I don't I know. Say, no. Do you know when I worry, though? I Not worry, but... Do you know when you're, like, older... If you mm. don't have kids, mm. then you're never going to have grandkids. And then you're never going to have great-grandkids. I and think this. I, I just think, how how much will you be missing out? And how yeah. much will yeah, you yeah, be yeah. missing out yeah. if you... If or will you, you be lonely? Kids, or will you be lonely? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, was, I don't know. I think this I think as Pat well. Wants to have kids. Yeah. Ryan, I mean, Ryan's got a kid, so I don't yeah. think he's that bothered whether he would get and have another one anyway. How old's Ryan? Uh, he's a year older, so he's no. He is, Has he, he just yeah, turned twenty yeah, nine? He's just turned twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a tough one because I we were saying actually literally last night I would want my surname in it. Because my surnames will be dying off. Oh my god, so Pat and I were saying, you've got a brother. Yeah, but he hasn't got a boy. Yeah, yeah, true. Pat and I were saying the other day, um, obviously Sweeney is a fantastic name, even if you do say so himself. (laughs) Um, Wisedale is also a lovely name. So I always say to to Pat, I'm like, does Rebecca Sweeney Wisedale sound too long? And Pat's like, "Mm, is it? Like, I would. I'd keep I would it. double barrel, I'd double but it barrel. is quite long. But I might double barrel in Amy but Roberts I do, Blonde. I do think Rebecca Wisedale sounds nice. Yeah. Oh I yeah, just Rebecca. Like my name. Yeah, I like, like mine. I'm I'm not getting rid of mine. I always say to Pat, I was like, you should become Paddy Sweeney when we eventually get married. Paddy Sweeney. Yeah. That would yeah, that would be good. There is like seven. I've got seven million uncles called Paddy Sweeney. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Ryan Roberts. Ryan Roberts, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> he wouldn't he wouldn't change it. To be fair, Amy Bland, that's Amy no. Bland's alright. Yeah, it's, it's not, not great, amazing. Though, Amy Roberts Bland. Yeah, that sounds Yeah, better. that sounds better. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Oh, yeah, so my kids will be Roberts Bland. But then I'm thinking but my surname should be last. So uh Bland Roberts. What do they what do they go for? What do you mean? Yeah, it's the last one that they normally go yeah, for. Yeah, so that's I what I mean. Thinking, um, in Grey's Anatomy, but it sounds so basic now. In Grey's Anatomy, there's um, a character that I'm like obsessed with called Addison Falls Montgomery, but they just called her Addison Montgomery most of the time. Yeah, exactly, really exactly. Yeah. So really, it should be say Frederick Blan Roberts. Please don't so, call Frederick Blan Roberts. So <laughs> really, it'd be Frederick Roberts. Yeah, that's what I'm going with anyway. I don't think that Wiseel Sweeney has the same ring to it there. Wiseel Sweeney, Sweeney, Wiseel Sweeney. Well, I don't know. Kind of. If you say it enough, it goes. <laughs> That's true. But I think we're done with the kiddo subject. Yes. Probably going to cut off of this out. But no, don't talk about kids. No, no, I won't. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. I feel like we've just chatted rubbish. For, like, I don't care. Hours. That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Fair, That's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah, exactly. It's just made chatting. And you you felt nervous to begin with? Did you relax into it? I feel like you did. Yeah, very much so. So you were fine? Yeah. It's is there like any conversation. exactly? Is there anything you want to touch on? No, I don't think so. What's your blog name? <gasps> Read from right. So what is it? I didn't realise that we don't do www dot anymore. You just don't. I mean, you, you never really. Well, you, you never really did. But anyway. that's like it's actually like a thing now that you don't do. What like you don't you put, just it, don't in. Ever put yeah, it in? Yeah, you just don't yeah. put it in. Okay. So do you have a website where your blogs on? I do. It's kind of hard to say. So it's read hyphen run hyphen right dot com. Oh okay. And that's where you can find all your reviews. Yeah, lots actually. of book recommendations. I think I've got a shout out in there, hasn't there as well, I think. Yeah, you've probably got a few. Boop, boop. They're all running related, I think. Yeah. yeah. What's your Instagram as well? So uh, my Instagram is at rsweeniex. And it's also my Twitter. I like I like to tweet. Oh, Twitter's my favourite platform, yeah. See I never had Twitter. I could never understand it. Oh, I love Twitter. It's, my it's not for me. But I'll tag you in my post anyway. Please do. But thank you. I've told like some of the girls, and I've told everyone at work about this that they're all going to listen. Here. The best friggin' listen. <laughs> thank you so much for being Thanks on. For um, you can follow me at my no to my can never say it my no filter podcast. Um, also get me on my email, which is my no filter podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Facebook, I think you just search My No Filter Podcast. Have you got Facebook as well? Yeah, yeah. Have you not liked my page? I don't really use Facebook. Oh, rude. Sorry. You'll I don't have to like my page. phone anymore. Oh, do you not? No, so I only ever use it when I'm updating a client's Facebook page at work. Oh, okay. I'll find enough. it if you want. Yeah, please do. I need, need as many <laughs> likes as I can get. Good. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, cute. Thank you. Everybody else follow me too on there. <laughs> But yeah, thank you. And I think I deserve another brew after that baby cake. I'll go and make you one. Thank you, boo. I'll speak to you later. Bye. Bye.